One for the ages. Sam. <laughs> Freaking barn burner. Ages. It's the greatest game ever to be played in the state of Nebraska. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that was a rough one. Um, yeah. I, I just don't, you don't know. Misery is, um, I don't know what else to, how else to put it. Misery is a good word. Over the last few years, as the season goes on, November and December get harder and harder to, I don't know. That's where you get good as a football team. I mean, your uh, Kansas City Chiefs certainly know that. Um, you know, it's it's about, it's always about, it's always about November, December. Uh, well, in college football, certainly November. Yeah, right. And, Remember when Mickey said the Big Ten isn't going to be won in October. Right. Well, and what do we think about Mickey at the moment? I, you know, I, I have such mixed feelings. I, I think he's God. I don't. It's just, it's just, it's crushing. You want him to succeed. You want him to succeed, but I don't think it's, it's impossible right, right now, now. I can't tell you. I mean, I've, I, you know, I, he, uh, I, I, I don't know that I want him as my head coach. Not because he's not a great man or anything else, but I just think we've got to we have got to burn it to the ground. I mean, we've talked about this before, but now it's just it's 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 the decision nobody wants to make, man. Um, you know, we got to pour gas on it and light a match and start yeah. over. And I just you know sounds eerily similar Mickey to burning that deal. So yeah, it sounds if he wants eerily... to come back and recruit and somehow find a position there, but. Sounds. I just I think we just got to start over. Very similar to the and now is Matt Rule was he uh, was he announced coach this week? Not yet. Oh, okay. apparently stuff's taking. It's is that, complicated. Is that, is that what your source told you? Well, I have a I've I just feel like it's the buyout from Carolina that he's working through. So his ticket. How does that work? Or do we have to pay for that or what? Or, no, or no, he, we would pay the, or they would pay the difference or. So if they I don't, owe him forty million and we pay him ten million, they still owe him thirty or something like that, right? Something like that, but I think it's bumping his asking price up per year. All right, so you think he's the next new coach, huh? It's guaranteed. Here we go. I've never you said hear, that hear it, ever folks? once in my life have I ever guaranteed anything. I posted on social media the other day that the next time somebody tells me that they know who the next coach is going to be, I'm going to find their nose because I'm going to pop it for them. Pop it, yeah. Pop them right in the nose. All I've said was I've heard Trevor's things. done a pretty damn good job. Keeping though, it under wraps. He's done a pretty good job. I mean, you know, and maybe the next couple of days something will shake loose, but I don't. I think he'll just keep it quiet, and then I think Friday's going to be a really interesting day. Um, I, I don't know how long. I don't think he can wait till. I mean, I, you know, God, when would he name it? Saturday. Saturday, Sunday. I, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. You know, or maybe it's even, It hopefully this weekend, but, I mean, the sooner the better at this point. We've got... We a got, lot we got of a lot. ground to make up. Yeah, because as far as, the freaking transfer portal and all that opens yeah. up, and then the, the the two recruiting dates are in December. Um, like holy cow! So we're gonna keep Mickey, I think, with just because of the well, recruiting and stuff like that. Yeah, and I hope they pay him what he's worth, and I hope he finds. You know, I hope it. I hope they make that work. That he he's a collegial guy. I guess he'll make it work, but I just think it would be odd. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to read here from my least favorite, I'm not going to name his name, but my least favorite uh, columnist at the the toilet paper, newspaper, the 
paper record here in Nebraska. <clears throat> so I am plagiarizing what I'm, re- I'm reading here. You're quoting. I'm quoting. In the last 20 games against divisional competition, Nebraska is 2-18. and 18. <laughs> the span this oh wait this is you're gonna you're really gonna laugh the span dates back to october 2019 after a game winning field goal over northwestern i remember that since then the huskers have beaten maryland penn state indiana and rutgers twice but they've only defeated two division opponents purdue 2020 and northwestern 2021 2-4-20 that's bad right it gets worse. A whopping 14 of those 20 games came down to one possession, eight points or less. And what is Nebraska's record in those one possession games? Zero and 14. Impossible, right? You would think it gets worse. In those 14 games, the first three quarters were almost a dead heat. Opponents collectively outscored Nebraska 272 to 257, basically one point per game. What happened in the final quarter? The 14 foes collectively outscored Nebraska 117 to 53. <laughs> Six times Nebraska didn't score in the fourth quarter. It gets worse. Because 12 times in those 14 games, Nebraska's offense took the field with fewer than five minutes to go, needing one successful drive to tie or take the lead. How many times did Nebraska score? Zero. Zero. It gets worse. The Nebraska offense recorded a safety during one of those 12 possessions at Minnesota in 2021, so it actually scored more points for for the opponent (laughs) than it scored for itself. 0 for 12, minus 2 points. How did those possessions end? 5 fourth down failures, 2 interceptions, 2 punts, 1 fumble, 1 safety, 1 clock expiration. It gets worse, much worse. In those same 14 games, Nebraska defense had multiple chances to perform in the clutch, too. 7 times during the final 5 minutes, the opponent had possession tied or within 1 score. How often did Nebraska's defense surrender to the go-ahead points? Five times out of seven. Hmm. That's four go-ahead touchdowns and a buzzer-beating field goal. Nebraska's defense produced only two stops. Both happened in the 2019 Iowa game with a score tied at 24. But Nebraska's offense kept failing and the black shirts ultimately relented. It's a nightmare formula, an offense that can't score under pressure combined with a defense that can't hold up in the clutch. So that's just a snippet of the article. It got my attention because you're, yeah. you're reading all this, but it gets worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. I mean, it's so like a... burn it to the ground. I, I don't know. I Didn't we already have a title, a freaking episode called Burn It to the Ground? Again. Uh, use gasoline. Forget the matches. Get a blowtorch. I don't... I, I feel... You know, I, I, I don't feel... I think those kids are... This has They're nothing men. to do with At the At the beginning players. of the season, they were men. Now I'm calling them kids because I feel sorry for them. But they, they, I don't know. It's yeah, it's not personal. I think I do think I think it's obvious that we turned a, a, a team that was very unconfident of itself in the first three games and and turned them into guys that tougher. would fight. They were tougher. Yeah, and they fought. They never. I don't think other than Oklahoma. I don't think we really have laid down. Um, this year, except for the fourth quarter and then the game. 
Um, but it just it comes down to, and you know, the other, I mean, we're not geniuses here, but it, it's freaking offensive line, man. I mean, we're just getting pummeled. Yeah, pummeled. Our, our line play has been brutal for however long. I mean, it's a constant theme. We've been talking about this episode after episode, and it's just a broken record. So, what do you do to fix that? I mean, they've got a, it starts with 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 recruitment. It starts with player development, and it starts with firing Zach Duvall. Goodbye, goodbye. Toodaloo. Yeah, one of Frost's buddies. Yeah. He was supposed to be like, you know, the shiz. And he has he's the shaz, man. He's terrible. Um That's these, why those guys are just getting outworked, they're out hustled, they're freaking they're they're I don't know. They were dominated. They're getting dominated. So something that's gotta change. That's we've basically we're allowing teams do to us what we used to do to teams. You know, it's sad. It's yeah. very sad. Very sad, you know. Back in the '90s, when those guys would, they were, they would freaking our offensive line would freaking tell that they would go what up to a defensive tackle and say, "This is coming right over your freaking hole." Yeah. And they, I mean, Sixteen yards. Those later. days are long gone, dude. Yeah. Long gone. We were both younger. We. I, uh, I even had hair back then. I mean, hey, what do you do? We. It's where we got to get a coach. It's got to be a home run. If Nebraska wants to even come back. What, okay, you keep saying that, but what does that mean? What does that gotta mean? It's got to be a guy that can get players. It has to be a recruiter first. Okay. Has to be a Bill recruiter Callahan first. Bill Callahan got players. He got Indomitian Sue. Yeah, his coaches sucked. His assistant okay, coaches so he's were have, terrible. He's got to have some assistant coaches, too. And he's got to have comrades that know what they're doing. It's got to be recruiting first, development second. Wins will come after that. That's third. But we got to get I guys just, in the building first. I just pray that whoever the new coach is, when they get to the podium, they don't get up there and do this Bill Callahan, Scott Frost thing. Like, we're going to dictate. We're going to yeah. change how the Big Ten's play. I hope we get a coach that says, we are going to run the football. We are going to play Big Ten football, yeah. and we are going to dominate the Big Ten. That's the goal. I don't want to hear about this. Well, we'll we're, we're, they're going to change to us. We're not going to change the bull. When he said that, in that in that conference, I'm like, oh boy, yeah, here we go, here we go, and we were we were we were it was over before we started. Um, hey, you're not playing freaking UCF anymore, US no. USF or you know, I mean, it's not UCF no, playing is, USF. This is grind the ball out, grind the ball out, drain the clock. Be tougher. Once in a while, I run up freaking play action pass, and yes, have have some receivers that can catch, but have some re- receivers that can block. I mean. It, it, it's it's funny. I mean, it's funny when Callahan. I remember when Callahan was coach in the spring game. The first the first uh, play in the spring game the was, shift. A, was was a big shift and a big yeah. pass, and everyone's like, "Woo!" Isn't it funny? Like six guys shifted at the fu- same time. Isn't it funny how things have changed? Like we better get back to where we came from, in my opinion. Um, and you got USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten. Oh my God! Things oh are gonna get. God. I think maybe they get harder before it gets better, like yeah. get worse before yeah, it gets so better. Yeah, so again, what's your home so your home run is somebody that can recruit players right off the bat. That'll be their first benchmark for you. What are what are our, well, I guess we haven't we can talk about this next season, but I I don't even yeah 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 yeah. I mean, I don't I, I don't think it's realistic to expect us to have six wins next season. Oh no, coach. it's going to be and a new coach you got zero like, you know, to get more than three wins, you're hey, we've made progress. I mean, that's the expectation. There's guys coming back, um, which I think after playing for Mickey, 
as their leader. And if Mickey sticks around, which I hope he does, having him that in the offseason. That means off Casey season, Thompson probably stays around. It means Trey Thompson, or excuse me, Trey Palmer probably stays around. Yeah. That'll be those big. Those are good things. Those are, those are good players. There's got to be four or five wins on the schedule next year. It's just a matter of not, you know, screwing it up. I mean, like showing up uh, for I four mean, quarters. I, but I it's going to be rough I again mean, next year. Yeah, it's going to well, be rough. I guess we'll talk about that next year. I haven't yeah. even looked at the schedule. I don't even want to. Um, now, what do you got this weekend? Iowa. You're going. We better beat those motherfuckers. That's all I can tell you. I, I just, I'm so tired. I mean, talk about misery, dude. Talk about fatigue. Fatigue. It's freaking Iowa, dude. I, I was growing. I mean, I remember in 1981. At halftime, we were down to Iowa, and the entire state of Nebraska about crapped their pants. We were down 10-3. to 3. And it's one of the – I talked to a guy that was actually in the locker room because I went to college with them later. Um, <laughs> or did I? Ah, whatever. Don't try I, I to remember that far he back. Basically, basically, Osborne said, Dad gummit in the halftime. Everybody froze. Or like everybody freaked out. <laughs> he, I think he said it with an exclamation point and everything. And <laughs> – I mean, to me, that's Iowa. I mean, that's just like Dad Gummit, Dad Gummit. We have to beat Iowa. There's our title. Dad Gummit, Dad Gummit. We have to beat Iowa. I don't, you know, it's 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 like I'll make it all worth it to me, all worth it. Like being a Raiders fan, for instance. I know we're not going to the playoffs, but by God, if we knock a few players, teams out of the playoffs, it's all worth it, dude. Hmm. I mean, until we beat them, what is the line? Gosh. Do we know? Do we know what the freaking line is? I can pull it. Pull it it's up. Probably like. Three and a half. On the air research. Here we go. It's probably three and a half Iowa. Let's be real. Uh, I bet it's more than that. I bet it's five. You think it's five Iowa? Why? Because they're at home? I don't. Yep. Holy smokes. Iowa by ten and a half. Iowa by ten and a half. (laughs) All right. not all right. My buddy Mark Ellis, who he listens attently to this podcast, and he's a he's a He's a gambling man, and he he does usually take my advice. He did last week. He said he wasn't going to, but he did, and he won money. Um, so there's no way ten and a half. No way. I'm oh, betting the Huskers, it. baby. Betting yeah. the Huskers. And if you really have a heart, if you really have heart, Dad Gummit, bet the money line. Let's go. Let's go, dude. I think uh, <laughs> it'd be nice if our worst team ever beat. Well, they're not very good, but if our worst team ever finally got one but i just until we beat iowa it's just they have that consistent <laughs> 10 and a half points dude no way anyhow we talking about covering we talking about winning i'll oh, just cover dude it's just oh cover. my gosh now we're just talking about covering that's how bad we are yeah yeah it is it Yikes. is bad well i'm just trying to give my friends out there advice you know man the few people who do listen to this thing nebraska to cover gamblers nebraska to cover iowa to win yep is that all you got Stay tuned. Day. Stay tuned for Iowa's show and perhaps a special show. Hopefully. Go big red. Go big red. Go big red.